Oh, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to episode 594 of Flow Wrestling Radio Live. I'm your host, Christian Piles, joined, as always, by two industry leaders, Stephen Kyle Bracky and Ben Funky Askren. What's up, fellas? How are we doing on this fine Wednesday? As you know, Ben, if you lived here, you could partake in taco Breakfast Taco Wednesday. But Will there be tacos on Saturday? I mean... Um, I will there Saturday and Friday night. Do we have do we, you guys need to have maybe like a catered dinner for all the athletes with uh, delicious ice, tacos, ice cream social for well, everybody? You know, I've been cutting back on the ice cream because you know, I started working on a little bit. I was remember I told you this maybe a, a month ago ish. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm not working out too hard. You know what? I, I will tell you, I, I have been working out every day uh, as a guy who doesn't have anything in front of him, it is kind of hard to get motivated to like work like i used to work you know yeah like, ah, i got you know, i got my 30 40 minutes in i'm happy with this <laughs> what do you think is the difference for people like you think about someone like gable where like exercising and working out is like if they're not doing that it's like something's off they like have to get the the workout in there's there's a lot of wrestling examples yeah. like that why do you think there's it's a lot of wrestling like that. yeah what why a do you think it is for some some of those people <laughs> I don't know. And you know, what's so funny is earlier in my life, I, I would have felt that same way. Like my wife had this rule. If we were on vacation, I had to go work out. Cause if I didn't, then she would think I was too insane, you know? So every day I had to go work out. So I, I didn't bug her too much. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I would get crazy. Uh, now I think I'm so, I don't, nah, I don't say obsessed, but like I have so many other things going on business wise and podcast wise that I think that occupies my day and, and the working out is almost a distraction from that. Interesting. That's, yeah, that's funny. It's, it's, it's weird. It's, I, I've tried to reconcile it in my own head also. So in your own, um, in, in your, you pe- work out every day, Miles, you must, I see, I see the picture of you on the beach. I do. I, I do something every day. It, okay. it could be very small. It's normally something very small, but I do something every day. It's kind of like my thing. Um, oh, he, he's jammed monster. He doesn't work out. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm playing ping pong. You know, I'll tear up everyone on spike ball. Ping pong is not a workout, Brett. Okay, maybe spike ball. Spike ball maybe is. Spike when ball. we play here, no matter what. Spike ball is, for sure. You sweat. Play a workout. Yeah, especially as long as especially we play. Especially in the summer it when it's 100 degrees outside. On the concrete, it's very, it's a very warm. I, I you'll really you'll run or something to... every now and again, or you used nope. to. Nope. You don't do nothing. <laughs> Are you cold today? Well, you got a jacket on. What's your problem? It's raining. It's raining today. Oh, it's raining. I didn't think yeah. it was supposed to rain in Austin. Son of a. Better be nice when I come this week. It will be. It's going to be nice uh, this weekend. I am really looking forward to being able to, like, really wrestle again. Um, so I'm starting to kind of work with some kids where I'm not really wrestling. I'm kind of, like, you know, letting them do some moves and giving them a feel. I'm, I'm really, really, really looking forward to be able to, like, really wrestle again. That'll, that'll be so much fun. So is it – would you rather, like – See, for me, I would rather just work out more so I can eat what I wanted. Like, I wouldn't want oh, to yeah. like, cut back. Yeah. Is, but you don't want to do that? Well, you're cutting, you're cutting out like, ice cream. That's disappointing. I don't really have the capability to work out at a really high level because of my hip yet. So oh, okay. maybe eventually. Yeah, maybe eventually. Do you have an elliptical? That's that's Spay's uh, magic. Oh. That's his secret weapon. I got, a, I got one of those bikes right behind here. Um, this knockoff brand for uh, what's the, what's the main one? Airdyne. No, oh, the the ones that connect to the internet. Oh, Peloton. Peloton. I have a knockoff Peloton. They said they didn't respond <laughs> to me. Called they a Pelican. Me nice, <laughs> nice fancy bike, and then uh, they never sponsored me, and I just got this bike sitting in my basement that I ride once in a while. All right, now you just make fun of them, call them knockoff Peloton. <laughs> well, Jokes I didn't on. tell you who it was. I yeah. didn't tell you who it was. All right, there you go. <laughs> okay. Uh, Let's talk about wrestling. Hey, let's talk about some propaganda. Oh, boy. So if you haven't seen it, Tom Brands, uh, I don't know if it was Media Day slash, but the main thing was uh, Spencer Lee got his Hodge Trophy, which was awesome. Although sort of, I'm sure a little disappointing because normally it's like 50-yard line of an Iowa football game and the the raucous ovation. But either way... um, it was cool to see him get get recognized for that. But you know, Tom, I I liked uh, his opening. He's he's really he kind of um, 
he threaded the needle well on i don't know if you listen to the whole thing ben but he talked about i did not i i we i got texted a whole bunch christian about uh different things that he said of course okay so the beginning kind of uh state of the union was just about how he gave this like impassioned plea to the ncaa they're like you cannot not finish the season you've got to start and he he made kind of a he alluded to like these are these are young people there's you know the risks are are lower with them and there's, there's a risk in everything right um which are you know that's something we've kind of yes. been talking yep. about throughout and man i i i agree so strongly that they there's got to be there yes. there can be a no way they stop two seasons in a row short of short of NCAAs. Yes. even even ramping up this this much and then pulling the wool, pulling the rug out from underneath them would be um just a devastating misstep by them and, and so disappointing. Well, so, Chris, I guess when I was listening to this, um, I, I didn't feel like there's any real opposition right now that's saying we should stop the season. I knew kind of last season, obviously, it came out of nowhere at the very, very end. But this, mm -hmm. um, there hasn't been anyone who's saying we should not be having season, is there? Because I, I have not heard those things. Um you know, obviously, my take is that we've we've AWA has been up for seven months. We've had zero spread, so I I don't see the danger all that much with young people. Um, but there hasn't been anyone pushing back, has there? No, I don't think so. It's not like, um, well, I mean, who who is the it's it's you know bureaucrat decision makers at the NCAA that are they're the ones that that have the power, right? Or the the university yeah. presidents, not not you know people on Twitter. So you're not going to hear like, I, in my opinion, like that there's major momentum for, for stopping. But no, I don't, I don't, I don't think it's out there the way it was a year ago, but still, I think it's in the back of everyone's mind as numbers go up and they go down and you know, what's, what's going to happen. But the fortunate thing is like, I feel like football is just so much more likely to have issues with it. And they've, even though there's, I mean, Ohio State was six and zero, and it was kind of a joke. And there, all these teams had little kind of isolated problems, but it was never like widespread, huge issue type of thing. So yeah. that makes me think mm -hmm. wrestling is going to be in a good shape. And another thing that he talked about, which is very true, is like wrestling is so far ahead in a lot of this stuff because your own personal care and cleanliness is a really important part. Cleaning the mats, cleaning the surfaces is an important thing. So it's kind of in some ways ingrained in that there's like a risk of transmission of different things, not necessarily a freaking yeah. coronavirus, <laughs> but um, that we're kind of ahead in, in some of these measures. And, you know, he was talking about the compliance and how much they were getting tested. It was once a week. And then he said six times a week. Uh, at six different times, yeah, I heard... I heard three or four times. I had a, uh, one of my parents last night told me his daughter, she runs at a Big Ten college. I'm blanking on which one right now, but um, she was getting tested like three or four times a week. Yeah. Now that now out. that I think about it, I'm pretty sure Coach Torello, when they were down here with the eight man with with Pantelio and Bajrang, he said something to that effect that they're getting tested like six six times a week or something. So See, it seems so excessive, doesn't it? I guess. I mean, yeah. I mean. I don't know. I mean, this is this is the way that they came up with to um, they thought would stop the outbreaks was having all this yeah. testing, and as you saw with football, it did not. It didn't help. No, they had all these program <laughs> had all these programs having all kinds of issues. Games were canceled all the time in the Big Ten. Well, it seems like it would uh, mitigate it to an extent if you're getting that kind of instant feedback all the time. You're like. Okay, we've got a problem. Shut everything down before it. So instead of like it getting to five people, it doesn't get to like 20, 30, 40 people. I don't know. I'm, yeah, I mean, it I didn't stop games from being canceled. So, yeah. So um, it was about well, that. And then what? Well, I mean, there's, there's nothing to disagree with so far. That's all good. I, and I don't think. I don't know that you'd have anyone in the division one level disagreeing with what he said there, that how important it is. Um, and I, I don't want to say low risk, but obviously there's not a lot of college athletes getting sick from this. There's not a lot of high school athletes getting sick from this. So um, let's, let's get on with it. Yeah. Uh, I, I agree from a very selfish point of view. 
Tyler's got the little 30 second. Uh, well, let's tee it up before we show it. The, um, we just did. This is him talking about uh, got to get the end. Oh, okay. Got it. Finish. Got it. We got to get to the end. We have to get to the national tournament. Are you listening, NCAA? Are you listening? Because these are young people that aspire to things. And they're in an age demographic that it's not as risky. It's, it's always risky. It's risky when I drive from here to the arena. I might get sideswiped by a cam bus. All right, because I'm not looking. And we got to get to the end this year. And then we got to get to Tokyo. And I'm passionate about that. It cannot go down the way it went down a year ago. Yeah, he's right. Yeah, he's right. I didn't argue it there. At all. No. It was a great job. Um, yeah, Oof. I, I don't even want to get started down this path, Christian. I'm just gonna, let's just go next topic. Okay, next topic. <laughs> yeah. um, so why don't we, we haven't really talked. We've kind of alluded to this, uh, uh, the Spartan combat card here. Um, and, you know, it was originally going to be Yanni versus Austin O'Connor. And then it looks like... I think UNC had some sort of a COVID protocol situation that's prohibiting them from they, having their duel last week against Cam. I don't even think we mentioned that, but it was going to be the first duel of the year last Friday. I Wait, was really. What duel? Campbell versus UNC. That didn't happen? No, it didn't no. happen. Uh, Who did Campbell wrestle? Wait, there was a Virginia Tech last weekend. The next day. That was already on their schedule. Mm. Yeah. Got it. Okay. So they, they had, uh, I forget, I read the thing recently, but they had a COVID protocol issue, weren't able to wrestle. So, and then they're not able to wrestle uh, in the Spartan thing either. So that would have been Austin versus Yanni. But instead, mm, now yeah. it's going to be Anthony Ashnault versus Yanni. And I think this is a really, really fascinating matchup. Uh, Anthony has, has made no secret. His, his goals are to make the team at 65 kilograms. He really thinks he can be the guy. And, you know, here's a great litmus test for Anthony against, you know, a guy that's certainly on the short list for wrestlers that's going to make the team in Yanni. Yeah. I, I was really disappointed in Ashnault, um, not just because I picked him and I looked like an idiot, uh, but I really genuinely thought he could give Bajrang a good go. Um, and, you know, out of the three matches that Bajrang wrestled, and four if you count the Zane one, I was saying beat him, um, but James Green and Lugo both look significantly better against Bajrang than Anthony did. Um, I just I I thought it just looked like Anthony was completely overpowered when you know I thought Bajrang was going to be the smaller guy. I, I did I didn't see that one coming, and obviously I realized he's really powerful. But Anthony, uh, you know, wrestled seventy kilograms. He was coming down to the one hundred fifty pound bracket, and I thought. Yeah, I thought he might be able to overpower Bajrang a little bit, and that just wasn't the case at all, not even a little bit. Maybe, uh, well, on the one hand, I do think Bajrang was smaller. I just think he's just freak, like just one of those crazy strong guys. Um, two, yeah. I, I wonder how much the the henderson Ashnall match helped or hindered Anthony in that, I, I don't know. He was shooting. He was getting countered some. It wasn't like the cleanest win for, for Anthony. It was a really tough, hard-fought match against a tough guy. And, like, was he either zapped from that? Is it just a bad matchup with Bajrang? Because to your point, I think if Lugo and Ashnault wrestle, I think that's a pretty competitive match. But Lugo did far better against Bajrang well, than, than Anthony you would, did. You would favor Anthony, wouldn't you, if it's Lugo-Anthony? Uh, Lugo I think so. Well, I, I mean, don't know. Well, I, Lugo I mean, looked I, I really good. I realized it was two years ago, but in the same bracket, they took first place and eighth place. And they, and they wrestled once. It was a really close match. Sudden so. victory. Sudden victory for Which uh, year? Ashton. That, year that he year, won. The year he won. Man, I'm blanking on that match. It, it was, was in, in Carver. Carver. Wow. Oh, it's classic <laughs> jinx. Jinx. <laughs> uh, so I, I get, Lugo's been very active, too, which has been great. And we get to see him this week against, uh, this weekend against James Green. Um and then part of my curiosity, I mean, because James Green would do this, and then same with Pat Lugo, is none of these guys are actually making 65, right? They're making 67 or 68. Um, 65 is going to be, I feel like Lugo is really big for that weight class. James Green, yes. we know, has struggled with it before. 
Uh, I got to assume Anthony Ashnault's going to struggle with it. Don't you think? I, well, I thought so. And then, so we were, um, I don't think Anthony will mind me saying this, but we were trying to get him on the card late when we were scrambling, when the burger wick thing all went down. Hey, would you want to, would you be able to? And then obviously he's, he's wrestling Yanni. So it wouldn't have worked out for the ninth, but he was, he's light. He's like, um, he was like, while I was texting him, he was like 155 or 154 right then. So right. Like, just really? at the, yes. Um, wow. So Great. he's, he's small. Uh, he, yeah. or he's, you know, he's working himself down there, but still, I mean, you know, he's still, you know, 10 pounds out, but if you're walking around at that in the middle of the day, that, that would indicate that you're, you're, you're on your way down. I think one of Yanni's big, big assets is that he's like probably one of the, he's perfectly sized for it. I don't think he's too big yeah, yeah. for it. Uh, I think it's a, it's a comfortable cut. I wonder about Zane. He's made it. He's done a good job making it in, in the past. He's also. Looked, I've heard it's hard for him. I I heard that too. And and the year. So remember, he won his final title at forty nine. Remember, he didn't wrestle that year. He didn't hear. He didn't try to make the world oh, team that year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right, and the right. thought was, or what was theorized, because we'll never. I don't think we'll ever hear from him or anyone. But was that it no. would have been a really fast turnaround from nationals to the open to get down to forty three and a half. And so he just wanted to take the. Year. Remember, a, a few Penn State guys, I think, did. And they just kind of... Well, that was the year almost nobody wrestled, right? Yeah. Mark didn't. Um, I don't know if Bo did. I don't think so. I don't think, like, anybody. Yeah. yeah it was it was weird. But it was the end of their kind of big run. Uh, and, and so, they, so anyway, I, I wonder if it is uh, if it is tough for him. He's not particularly tall, but he is thick. He's got big legs, big, strong upper body. But, you know, you think about Final X, no no problem seemingly. Um, and then the special wrestle-off looked fine. And, you know, even at the Open, which I always forget. Sometimes I feel like sometimes the Open is not scratch or whatever. It has like sort of different weigh-in rules. But regardless. I think it's always been scratch. I don't remember it ever being um, plus weight. Yeah. So, but he, so he did that. And, you know, he looked fine. He lost to Yanni, but, you know, y Yanni was just absolutely on fire there. So I wonder about him, but some of these guys, yeah, their, their size is a, is a real problem. Uh, that's one thing that I think helps McKenna, too. I think McKenna is like a true 65-kilogram guy. Yeah. Yeah, I, that's uh, that's the, 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 a few – there really needs to be more weight classes. And, um you know, they didn't have 70 or 61 for a couple of years there. It's been so nice since they added it. But now it's almost like our gap, because uh, we've had a two-year Olympic window now with uh, the pushing back of it. So we've almost had no 61 and 70 for like a two-year period rather than just a one-year period. Right. How would you, uh, if you were uh, uh, an odds maker for Yanni Ashnall, what would you do? Well, after watching the 150 tournament, Yanni's the clear favorite, I think. Mm -hmm. um, he beat James Green twice at the RTC Cup. Um, he looked pretty good there. And then, obviously, like I said, Anthony Ashnault was kind of a little below where my expectations of him were going to be for the 150-pound tournament. Um, I would also be curious as to what the weigh-in rules are, but you, you know, you're saying that Anthony's really small, so maybe that – Maybe I'm thinking that's an issue, and it's not. Uh, I would go Yanni the favorite. Um, nothing crazy, but definitely a solid favorite. I would guess they're weighing in around 150. I have no idea, but that would be my yeah. thought. Um, what about Bracky? What like what would you put the line at? I say like one and a half. Uh, so literally going to say for Yanni, yes. Um, so right there in in striking distance. I mean Yanni. I mean he has blown out some really good guys. He he's Tech Jordan Oliver in the past, but I just see this match more like a in the James Green Yanni vein, where um, even though those were criteria victories, so I don't know if it'll be that that close, but I think it'll be sort of like that. I think it's going to be close. I think Anthony is is uh, he's athletic enough that it's not going to be super easy for Yanni to get to him, and he'll be. Solid in the scrambles. I wonder, you know what else is interesting? The the Henderson 
factor, right? He just wrestled a, a, a you know, quote, Cornell guy mm-hmm. coached by Mike Gray, you know, a couple weeks ago. Now he's going to face Yanni. How much intel do different. they take from there? You know, They are so different, you but... Think, you think... Wait, you think intel which way? Well, um, from, from Coach Gray to... From Henderson to Gray to Yanni, right? Yeah. Maybe. Yeah, I was thinking, I, I guess initially, maybe I misunderstood. I thought you were saying that Anthony would be gathering information about Henderson and Cornell based on, or sorry, Yachty oh, based on wrestling Henderson. Absolutely and not. They're just, yeah, they're too different for that. Um, yeah, I, I would say that they've probably seen Anthony enough that the one match isn't going to make that much difference. Um, hey, you know the other thing when we're talking about gambling? Because I do love gambling, Christian. I don't know if you know this. That's so. It's a funny uh, thing. I feel like you would be a guy that would what? not like gambling. Why? But I know you do. I don't know. I love it. You're very pragmatic. Um, gambling makes everything more fun. It does. So anyways, listen. Don't develop a gambling addiction. Uh, don't gamble with money you don't have. But if, if, you're, if you can be disciplined if enough to gamble with money you have. If it's other people's money, that's, that's well, fine. Or, or it's like... If it's money you already have, then whatever, you know, it's cool. It's it's a lot of fun. One of the things I would like you guys to do on the gambling side mm-hmm. is you guys always do the lines, you know, plus, um, you know, plus one and a half, plus two, whatever. But right. the other thing is just from um, a winning losing perspective, you know, with and with UFC because obviously they don't have points. The main line is like a, a plus two hundred or minus two hundred, and you have to think about it in those terms. Like, how likely is this guy to win? So, mm-hmm. like, if I said Christian Piles versus Thomas Gilman, Christian, you'd be like a plus seven thousand, mm. right? It, I would I don't get know if they put it on. I don't know if they'd list this one. You know what? You know what? My strategy would be: I would have to incite violence on right. Thomas. I'd need three. Uh, get disqualified. Yeah, I gotta. Qualified. You, I gotta you, get him yeah. DQ'd. Okay, so anyways, so it'd be like you'd get seventy times your money for betting on Christian because he's so unlikely to win. You know, so it. like. If we put odds like that, like, so this one, um, you know, I would probably put Yanni at, you know, like a, a minus 150, which means you got to bet 150 to win. And then, so then conversely, win 100. Uh, Ashnaught, Ashnaught, you have to win 100. Ashnaught would be like a plus 140, which that means you got to bet 100 to win 140. Like, I think, you know, sometimes thinking in those terms, because sometimes you want to just worry about who's going to win and who's going to lose and not really think about the squirrel too much. And especially with freestyle, yeah, you know, it, and criteria. It's, I don't want to say, you know, and I don't want to say there's no skill to it, but you know, lots of times it's a two point match, and it, the guy loses by two. Well, he's not just going to stand there and then just lose by two, right? He's gonna he's gonna go for something, and so now all of a sudden it's a four point or a six point match when it really should be should have been, in all fairness, a two point match. But because he that's wants makes, to go for it, that's gambling, for, baby. That's gambling. That's gambling. It happens all the time in football. But, these BS okay. garbage time touchdowns. Plus, Kyle it swings so I things said, millions of dollars in Vegas. Wow! So someone, I didn't say you had, had a, a rough dumb week. gambler. I didn't say you had to be a dumb gambler. So sometimes you want to be a smart gambler. So you just want to be concerned with who's going to win and who's going to lose. So you want money. You don't want to worry about the score. Yeah, that's what he yes, says. That's, yeah. that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. I'm a money line sometimes because because sometimes it is so hard to predict, um, especially in freestyle folk style. You know, guys are just going to ride it out, right? If they're winning by three, they're going to finish the ride out or whatever. Um, freestyle though, the, the punt points can sway so far at the end of a match. Yes, very think true. Of like, you know, a great example would be Etchemendia and, and James Green. I mean, that was that was a tied match until uh, what seconds. 20 seconds left, yeah. 30 seconds left. Yeah. yeah, so that'd be like a great example. And then also, it's 10, right? Right, yeah. Um, no, very good points. Um, I feel, I feel and like. Then- the uh it's easier to come up with the 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 spread than the than the money line and i think that's probably why i would do it (laughs) (laughs) well the other thing uh i mean at high level wrestling um you don't get away with as much because in fighting especially and and i i can't speak on football kyle because i don't know i don't know damn about football i don't know anything so maybe you can say this but in fighting there are more um uh there's more dynamic ways to win so like someone who's supposed to win cannot win because they get submitted or knocked out or whatever and in wrestling um those shocking pins like a luhan versus gabe dean Mm -hmm. like that doesn't happen all that often 
that's I don't want to say never, but it's, it's relatively rare where someone does something like that. Where in fighting, um, it's not nearly that rare. You're going to see it once or twice per per night, right? Every time you watch fighting, once or twice per night, someone's going to have a shocking upset, knockout, or submission. Yeah, uh, it. I would say it is probably rare. Although I don't know anything. Like you don't know anything about football. I don't know anything about fighting. Although you. You brag yeah. to be a, some uh, star nose tackle, as, as I recall then. <laughs> I was, I was, I had a nice swim move. Grab the shoulder pad, swim over the top, go get the quarterback. Uh, 120 pounds. But yeah, so, so, so my, all right. I, did, I didn't wrap up my point there. So my, my point would be that most of these lines would be relatively close. So like, I, you're not going to see many uh, in, re- in wrestling on your card. Like, I, I don't, if I look at the card for Saturday, um, I can't think of one match that I'm like, this guy's a three to one favorite, mm-hmm. you know, whereas that, that definitely does happen in fighting relatively frequently. You're going to have a three to one favorite and it's not that rare. Um, that's just, you guys aren't putting together matches because at a high level wrestlers aren't that spread apart. Yeah. I, I unfortunately believe that the very first match is going to be, uh, is, uh, the Tristan versus McKee. I think that's gonna be a tough one. Um, Tristan's but, a underdog for sure. He's a dog, um, but he's a pinner. That's how you like your underdogs. Okay, uh, so uh, what this the the other matches of note on the on that card? Kyle Dake versus David McFadden. McFadden, he had a really nice win over Tommy Gant. He was uh, at the Rage in the Cage uh, Wrestling Underground. I thought he looked really good there, <laughs> but. Um, Obviously against Kyle Dake. I feel like it's just like, how's Kyle Dake going to look is really the, the story here. Mm-hmm. What's he look like? Has yeah. not, we haven't seen him wrestle since Demiso? Is that right? I don't think so. July? I think that's right. When? Yeah. He didn't wrestle at RTC Cup. Because, yeah. So July 25th. Uh, so first time we've, we've seen uh, Kid Dynamite. Do you yeah. think this is a tech fall is match, all, or do you think it's McFadden can make it interesting? Well, McFadden's a lot bigger, which is the one thing that interests me a, a little bit. But I mean, so when we're, th- we're talking about lines or you know odds to tech fall, Kyle's got such good gut. So you know he's not just a takedown guy. A takedown guy, you need five takedowns. Kyle probably needs about two and a half takedowns because he's probably going to score an average of one turn every time he gets on top. There used to be half takedowns. For like three months in USA Wrestling. Oh, that, that I listen. There's been some really bad rules. That might have been one of the worst. Apparently, it was a rule that we were only doing in America. Like no one else like got the memo or whatever. Because um, I remember when we were going off about it. Uh, they were like, "Yeah, no one else is calling this." Somehow, USA Wrestling is calling all those <laughs> takedowns points from like the open through trials. That's how Tony Ramos beat uh, Nico in 2014. He beat him with an almost takedown. It was like a one-one match, I think, and he won on an almost takedown. Yeah. Um, you know the other rule that was really terrible, and that like it was stuck around for so long, you just kind of accepted it, and now that it's gone, I, I guess at least for me, I think wow, this is so tremendous because of just the nitpicky arguments. Mm-hmm. Um, is that when they hit their elbow? Versus being up on their hands on a turn. Oh. Um, they would give one point versus two points. That was just so stupid. Yeah, the hand. Now hand. every turn's two mm-hmm. points. Hand hand. So dumb. Yeah, I never I didn't I did. yeah, that was a weird one. Yeah, hand to hand was silly. Um go but then everyone get... would fight about no the elbow hit, the elbow hit. Yeah. And then you're just like, Yeah, that was that was bad, man. Oh, that one's gone. Um, there was also another one. This one um, screwed Gilman back way back in the day. Go behinds. Like if your opponent shot and you ran behind, it either didn't count or didn't count as like a full takedown type of thing. Wait, like, what? Yeah, you don't remember this? Gilman in. What? No. That never promise. happened. Oh, promise. Yes, this is a real thing. Gilman in. Man, it would have been 20. 12 maybe was on a it was either a cadet or a junior team it wasn't the year he got cadet bronze or junior bronze he you go behind someone you don't get a takedown yes 
This was a real thing. Do you remember what? this? No. I'll find it. I'll I do find not it. remember that. I'll find it for next year or for next oh, show tomorrow. Oh. This was a real thing that I happened. Not remember that. It oh. happened to I forget what the exact like interpretation of the rule was. Um I'm sure Nomad remembers, maybe John Kozak would remember. But this was a real thing. I wonder if anyone in the Facebook chat remembers, but it definitely I definitely don't happened. remember this. Yes. I what? think he even he even got the spin behind, and I think they even like put him right back up afterwards. Like, no, this doesn't count. I, I think, Christian, I think that might have been just for the one tournament you were you were watching because I do not remember that at, at all. I remember it. I really like, don't. Like it was just you six years it? ago. For real? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I remember it. I don't think it was like a. I think it was like the almost takedown thing. It was like this, <laughs> like a couple month era, or this was a thing. And they're like, wait, this is really bad. Let's let's get rid of it. Um, John Kozak, Rick, I'm not describing this, a dream. Now, John, that's rude. Yeah, I think you are. I think you are. I'm gonna no have receipts. I'm gonna dunk on all you guys tomorrow. This happened to Gilman. This happened. I'm gonna find it because it happened. Christian, just because it happened in one match doesn't mean it was like some or rule, like it wasn't a about. rule, and the rest were just cheating him. Yeah. No, that, that's Dad, it. It was a thing. It was a thing. I'm gonna find it. I'm gonna show it. Uh, and I'm going to party. I'm going to throw a big party. And you two aren't invited. I'll invite the people that believed in me. This happened. It was a long time ago. Yeah. Racky, you were like a senior so. at Parkersburg High when this I, happened. I don't, I don't think so, Christian. All right. I remember the if hand you hit a hand. That was the rule when I started wrestling. You're turn. saying if you hit a goat behind, it doesn't count as a takedown. You're saying that was a rule. It was something like that. It was like a, called like a defensive thing. I'm going to find it. You know what? Let's not even talk about it anymore. Tomorrow, I'm going to come with the fire. I'm gonna, we're going to start the show with the receipts, okay? We're going to show the match and... Listen, but again, just because you have one match where it happens, I need to see a rule book or something. Okay. Because I I'll, do not believe you because it happened in one match. All right. I'll, uh, I'll come with everything I can find. You need to get a rules expert on the show tomorrow for me to believe you. What do you think I am? <laughs> Not a rules expert. Fair. Okay. Um, I don't know how we got there exactly, but we got there. Oh, yeah. Two and a half takedowns to the almost takedown to the go-behind takedown. All right, I remember. You said you could get a half the takedown. You, there, there was a time, a, a golden era. So McFadden versus Dake. I think, uh, obviously, Dake's a favorite against just about everyone. Um feel like him he's gonna be itching to make kind of a statement um in this match but i like mcfadden yeah uh, i like his his arc here i think at 79 kilograms uh if especially if like dake and bro stay down there at 74 and just battle each other for all eternity that'll be he'll be a guy that could be <laughs> could be interesting on on the ladder there yeah for sure I'm I'm looking through you guys gambling odds on your site. Uh, I like Joe McKenna at negative two and a half. That that's one I would I would pick. I think he's gonna he's gonna control that match. I know Nishan looks big in that picture that you guys are citing, but the picture with him where he's uh, like literally bigger than James Green. <laughs> I think he's maybe just standing in front of him or something like a little closer uh, than James Green because he does look he, he looks the same size as James his, Green. But his arms are enormous. Life. He's got the. I never in my life thought Sean Garrett was that big. I know. Well, I don't think he's ever been this big. Huh? He's, he's enormous. So, yeah, I. Uh, so you you think McKenna a huge fate, or you think he's gonna put up big points against Sean? I think he's gonna control the match. Um, get a, you know, I, I would say two to three takedown win. And he's got the the X factor of of a really good top game. We know Nishan can get turned from time to time, so but Nishan's got the, his own X factor where he can score on just about everybody. Do you remember speaking of terrible freestyle rules? Do you remember the when they made a big emphasis on the correct throw, and that's how Job. Oh, that was so Job Zane at U.S. Open. That was wild. That was so bad. That was wild. Yeah, I do remember that. That was crazy. Um, that was crazy. Okay. 
I'm still thinking about this. other terrible, terrible slips rules. are terrible. They're still a thing too. Slips are still a thing. I feel like they get rid of slips now, and in five years we'll be like, remember when you could just like a guy could dig an underhook and you'd be about to get taken down, and you could go whoof. And like for the most part, they get it right, but every now and again, they they mess it up. It, it gets messed up. If you get taken down, you got taken down. It should just be points. Like if you try a throw, I get what they're trying to do. I get what they were thinking when they said, okay, if you tried a thing, we want to encourage risk taking, but that's not what happens here. Yeah. So let's get rid of Jed Cox, I'm not slipping. You're slipping, Jed Cox. I, I swear, I mean, I, I'm, I, I'm gonna, no I'm gonna get screenshots of all the haters and you two. And tomorrow, Christian, I'm gonna how, are you gonna, how are you gonna prove this? I'm how? gonna figure it out. I'll figure it out. Can you show us one match doesn't prove anything. I'm gonna cancel the rest of my day. I'm gonna spend the rest of my day doing a deep dive on this. And I'm gonna come back with receipts. I think Nomad's probably gonna be able to help me out here. There's some other people I may uh, hit up. I'm gonna get some help. And we're gonna make it happen. Um, okay. Bracky's Bracky's trying to bias Nomad against me right now as we speak, but it's not gonna work. Um, he'll be on the side of truth. Okay, so that's McFadden. Then Gabe Dean versus Mike Machiavello. That's that's a fun one to me. Yeah, I I agree. I feel like I favored Gabe just because he's looked so good recently, but I think it's I yeah. I don't see any way this isn't a super close match. Well, the other thing he's he's been um, Gabe's been competing at. 86 the whole time and right. Mike Mock is bit much bigger. Um so I you know I think there's an advantage there but yeah I think it's going to be very very close cuz neither one's super dynamic offensively both are really good positionally and defensively. Um neither one really gets tired so I, I see it being a super close match. Yes, I I agree with that. And then Vito is wrestling Kolioko from Penn or as Ben called him Calaccio. once Calaccio. <laughs> good name it's a good name <laughs> it's a great name uh vita will obviously be a pretty big favorite there although cleoka had a really good showing at u23s so excited to watch him again as the ivies don't have a season that's big time that big time stinks but oh well all right let's go where do we want to go next um look, look at it it's interesting there's a ton of duels this this weekend and there's like some yeah. good teams wrestling but it's one of those weekends where like the matchups just don't match up like it's not there's no big time at like nebraska minnesota you say ooh, super juicy duel but it's like the the studs don't really align like gable wrestle christian lance who christian lance by the way he had a great it, u.s open if it weren't gable steveson i'd be so interested in it but it's gable like christian lance against like yeah. cassiope against um hilger against etc cetera, etc cetera. anyone not named mason paris or gable steveson i'm interested but it's like well it's gable so that's going to be unfortunate um i'm I will, i'm excited to watch Pey uh peyton rob versus baylor fernandez in in that duel uh i like baylor michael Blockas versus i'm more than anything i want to see what nebraska does at 149 is going to be Kevon davenport are we going to see Brock Hardy? Um, could it be Javon Parrish? Like, who's who's it going to be for them? And similarly, at 141, uh, Chad Red. Um, oh, what's the 33 guy that's bumping up? Ridge Lovett. R Ridge Lovett at 41. Who do they send out there? As we've seen, these teams are, you know, juggling lineups and, and whatnot. And with it, all the... It's so annoying that they don't have, like, an open tournament to figure this out. You know, I mean, they only have so few matches. I mean, the Big Ten teams is nine matches, Christian. Figure out what they're going to do here. Yeah, it's going to it's going to be tough. They're going to have tough decisions. Now, what is cool is, yeah, this is the match. Um, what are you Bracky, already, Bracky found the match. No man found the match. Yeah. That doesn't prove anything to me, Christian. So, no man remembers referee. remembers the match, and. Um, but he does not know if it was a rule or their officials just up to some shady stuff. No, it was. It That's was obviously what happened. The officials are always up to shady stuff. No, it was a thing. I'll I'll figure it. Don't worry about it. Don't even worry. It's it's gonna be 
All the truth will come he out. He was wrestling a Bulgarian in Bulgaria. It's absolutely the oh, officials just yeah. choosing not to yeah. give a takedown. <laughs> obviously what it is. It's obviously. <laughs> no. No. You'll see. You'll yeah. see. You'll oh, all see. Oh, it's a Bulgarian Bulgarian. They just cheated him, Christian. We'll see him all at the finish line. That's all I got to say. Oh, okay. and guess what? The Bulgarian oh. won by a point. I know he won. Uh, yes. <laughs> he got hosed. Yes. Oh, uh, he got hosed. No, it wasn't. Yeah, he got hosed, but they, the rule yeah. hosed him. It was a thing. It wasn't but, the rule. Did a Bulgarian tell you this was the rule too, Christian? <laughs> I'm gonna figure it out. Don't worry. I'm I'm oh, I'm God. gonna have my day uh, in in court. It'll be better. Let's just ask Thomas about it. Yeah, they gave oh, one red man. right there. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God! We're gonna have to do. We're gonna have to do a, a full deep dive. Gilman was, Gilman was in on a single. It had this guy up on one foot hopping, walked him to the edge, and they said Gilman stepped out. I listen. It's a more. <clears throat> yeah. All right. Move you got on. cheated more than once. Yes, this is really bad. What I was gonna say: these duels, I, they're not. It's not just the ten <laughs> matches. They're 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 allowed to do like exhibitions afterwards. So. Um, but I they think... weren't doing that many last weekend. Um, like in the quad, I thought they, um, I thought they should have done more. I mean, especially with some of the better kids, like mix them up a little bit. Let these dudes get some matches. Yeah, in the quad, yeah, like the NDSU quad, they definitely did not because I mean, I mean, most teams there got three matches, but mm -hmm. in the like one-off duels, like NC State Gardner Webb, they had like twenty exhibition matches. They did. Yeah. Damn. Okay, so we'll maybe if we don't see Kevon or Brock get the start, maybe we'll see them get some exhibition matches. I'm sure both teams will want to do that and give their guys some some bouts. Now they're exhibitions, but they count for the record. They count for do they count for like NCAA purposes and whatnot? Yeah, they're they're they matches. To, yeah. They're legit matches against D1 wrestlers. So okay, yeah. so that's good. Um, another another interesting duel: Rutgers versus Michigan. You know, for me, I just want to see who who's Michigan goes with at, at a couple different weights, particularly 125. We talked about Ragason or or Jack Medley, who we would see there. Um, and I just want to get the first look of, like, you know, Michigan's a, a title-contending team. How do they look this year? Um, they'll probably be the best team to have wrestled so far. Um, the rest of the Big Ten gets started next week, so we'll get the first look at, like, one of the true big, big guns in action. Which is exciting. Yeah, I mean, you're right. There's not very many good matches, and then I kind of, I kind of searched some other teams over here, and uh, I thought maybe you were forgetting about somebody. I couldn't find anyone you're forgetting about. Okay, um, like I forget a lot matches. of things, but I don't forget obscure freestyle rules, and I don't forget you know, big matches. Yeah, you know what you guys made me think of too. I don't know if you guys remember this, 2012 Olympic trials. Were you guys there or no? You guys watch? I wasn't there. I was not there. I didn't qualify. Yeah, okay. Well, I, well, I wasn't wrestling at that point either. I Max wrestled. I can't remember. He maybe took fourth or something. Um, but Jake Herbert versus Tra I think it was Travis Paulson. I can't remember if it was the main final or the or the wrestle off. I don't call. But I'm blanking on the sequence. But I remember the gist of it. Jake Herbert shot this man out, and Travis Paulson like jumped both feet in the air and had his hands on him. And Herbert's knee slid out while Paulson was like in the air, and they gave Paulson a point. Oh, Do you remember, I remember this? That. I I we need remember. to find film of it. Yeah, it we'll was to... so it was so obnoxious. It was so ridiculous. Yeah, I don't remember that specific exchange, uh, unfortunately. Um, yeah. Okay. Um, other other big matches going on. I mean. South Dakota State versus UNI. Our first look at the at the Panther train. Uh, excited to watch Jack Skudlarczyk, the pride of um, Austin, Texas. He's uh, got to be one of the best Texas wrestlers the last couple of years. Other How than many like D1 wrestlers have there ever been from Austin, Texas? Not Dallas, Austin. Oh, boy. I have no Just idea. Him? I mean, he's the only one that I know of. I'm sure there have been others, but... I don't. There's a kid from Vandegrift High School that that did pretty well at one of the maybe the that Michigan tournament. I can't recall, but 
Other than oh that, yeah, I forget his name now. Yeah, he's pretty good though. Yeah. Um, Riley Jacobs is at Columbia. He started That's some for right. them, and he's, he's good, from Vandegrift. Um, yeah, it's not a lot, man. Well, I mean, it's 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 hard. There's not a lot of great, good clubs or whatever. It's just not a part of the the scene. Football's here. king down here. It's big time. We'll get there. Big we'll get, we'll get there along. You know, we got we got the five one two outlaws, Ben. <laughs> Yeah, come check yeah. them out. That's, that's, that's the that. club. That's the club. That's the club, baby. Is that, is that the Noah Gotchberg club? is the kid, by the way. Well, it's not my club. It's where where Caleb goes, though. Oh, I want yeah. you all lost. Nice. I like. Yeah, that. it's we're pretty edgy. Pretty edgy. <laughs> I mean, you guys should be able to get them from good good clinicians once in a while with all the people that come in to visit Flow. Everyone every now and then. Mike Gray did one a few. Uh, couple weeks ago mike gray comes here once a month because he always has an athlete in our events he's been here like four or five times so yeah he's done one um it's tough because these college coaches can't do clinics with high school wrestlers there because it's still a dead period oh because it's a dead period i was gonna say you get the rules wrong again christian they're messing up all kinds of stuff i have holy crap i didn't even think about that because yeah. it's been a dead period since March. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Well, wait. So, how? oh, because Mike Gray only did it for little kids. Got it, got it, got it, got it. Right. Wow. Oh, that's so dumb. I, I, wow, I didn't even think about that. So, it's like, dude, this is like, it's a really this good incredible side job. hustle for these coaches to yeah. be able to do all these clinics. Like, you could really, if you hustle, you can make a, a lot of extra money. These things pay pretty freaking well. Yeah. So they were, yeah, tough year for. Don't watch uh, this Gilman match. It'll just piss you off. Oh, they screwed him. It's so <laughs> Ben. It Brackett is so is bad. Stewing. The officials are taking his coat off soon. The, the officials talking to him the entire time. The the guy took the other guy took one shot the entire match, and they're always talking to Gilman about his hands or. The other guy's grabbing Gilman's hand and he's shaking and trying to show the ref, and then they talk to Gilman about As it. They should. It's, I mean, this is atrocious but i do there was no part there was no part like you're talking about okay then it wasn't this match okay um this match match is really bad it was it was 2013 junior worlds um i don't know stop distracting me with this i've moved (laughs) on i'm gonna figure it out later we can't watch the match now no one else can see it bad radio you're creating bad radio no we'll do it live i don't want to okay um because you're wrong i'm not no just uh, just wait um okay why don't we go why don't we go to questions what do you say uh yeah let's do it are we are we doing picks for this weekend tomorrow i figured tomorrow would be a pick a palooza yeah did he win or lose he a match ah uh, he lost um, he's, oh, wait, we lost Bracky for oh, the yeah. show. I'm Br- done. Bracky's done. Yeah, see you guys. It's just you and me, Ben. <laughs> um, all right. From Michael Shelton, diehard Virginia Tech Hokie fan. Which top 15 teams have the most upside? He really wants top us to say. 15. But I'll listen, I'll play ball, Michael Shelton. I'll say the Virginia Tech Hokies. They have crazy upside because there's a guy, Ben. This guy's going to become a name. <laughs> you don't know the name Who? yet. His name is Andy Smith. He's a 97 pounder for Virginia Tech. He looks about yeah. four. He's maybe 14 years old. I'm not sure, but this kid can really wrestle. I really like him. I didn't know anything is about joke him. Is it a joke you're telling me? Is, am I missing something? It's not a joke. No, I think he could be like this joke. year's uh, Gas Tank Gary. He could be another Gas Tank Gary. Gas um, Tank Gary didn't score very many points in NCAAs last year. If there, if there wasn't NCAAs last year, what, he scored wait, like what? two and a half. If he there was get... NCAAs last year, Gas Tank Gary would have scored two and a half points. The hell's Bite your, your problem? you What's your? Yeah. Who do you think you are? <laughs> that's that's one win on the backside, one win on the front side, and a half point major. I mean, what is, it, what is going on? Who's the Gas Tank Gary top, podcast? That's the top sixteen finish, guys. Deal with it. I don't know what's below a co-host or whatever. We have to give you a title demotion for the show. Guess. You're not an industry leader anymore. Yeah, you're a, you're a hater. You're a hater on the fuel industry. Listen, listen here. Oh, wow. Is he, he in the pocket he, of big he oil? Was, he was the 19th seed, and he had a nice matchup against Carter Isley first round. Very I, winnable. He's winning that match. Very winnable. He's winning that match. And I then 
He won a front side and he won a backside and he even got a major. That's about what Gaston Gary would have no, done. He's a blood round type yeah. guy at minimum. 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 Oh God. Oh yeah. God. You guys are I can't believe he's knocking off Cassiope in round two, no doubt. And I'm, then I'm uh, sick. Yeah. So he just has to beat okay, so Cassiope and Hilder to make the semis. Knocked up Cassiope. No, he did not go. So he lost to Cassiope. Like I said, he won one. He lost one. He won one on the backside, and he got a major there, and then he lost. That's Listen, about dude. what would have happened. Gas Tank Gary in the regular season, he's playing chess. He's not showing his hand. He's not going to give you the full, uh, the full 93 unleaded. You're not getting that. He saves it for two places, the Cavelli Center and NCAA Tournament. And that we would have seen, he would have had his day, just like I'm going to have my day tomorrow. He would have figured it out and made it happen in uh, Minnesota. I'm looking up in Andy a Smith football. on the roster. Look at, yes, he's nine years old, uh, but he's very good. He's strong. Um, I, think, I think he's going to be a thing. Christian I really Bird. do. I think he's good. Yeah, Seaberg. So he's going he's gonna, to uh, 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 beat Stanley Smeltzer? He, he already did. He he's beat him bit. out. Oh, he did? Yeah. Let's see. Five-time American state champion. Now, there's not much on him on his bio. He is 2-0 this he's year, off, though. He's off the grid. No, no bonus. Yeah. he's Well, no bonus yet. Yet. Okay, so why are we talking about flipping Andy Smith? This <laughs> Because he, we're saying he's going to be a God fan thing. favorite. Because no, I'm talking about Sam Latona or something. Like, a guy that's who can all make part, it happen. Listen, that's, that's, the, that's what every, everyone knows. Sam Latona and Bryce Andonian and Hunter Bolin. Or Andonian. We already talked about those guys. I'm, I'm giving the people come here for insight and new names and something that's maybe a little more surprising. So I yeah. think, um, yeah, I think Virginia Tech is a, is a good candidate there. I'm going to pull up the rankings. They need more from, yeah. they need more from 57. 57. Yeah, I, I really, they have between Connor Brady and Clay Ulrey, I um, kind of expected that to be a solid weight right. for them. Um, Let me so go. I got to. I got to get the. I'm. I'm searching freaking Virginia Tech, and I'm not searching the top 15 in the rankings. So okay. Gotta, so here's uh, here's the teams. I'll start at 15 and work my way down. Um, Pitt, Purdue, Arizona State, Minnesota, Northwestern, Rutgers, Virginia Tech, Ohio State, Nebraska, Iowa State, and then I'm not gonna say Penn State or any of those guys. Honestly, well, you guys at, aren't even talking about Missouri. I'm calling Missouri because we got. Keegan O'Toole, freshman. We got yeah. Rocky. Rocky Elam's going to bring some heat at 197 pounds. He's pretty yeah. damn good. Um, it appears that Josh Edmond could be in the lineup, if not Alan Hart's good there. Connor Brown's doing decent at 125. Zach Elam. I mean, so we're talking about team. Zach Elam is eighth in your it. range right now. He he could be an All-American. Mm -hmm. um, Rocky Elam could be an All-American. 84, they're, they're, you know, Jeremy Kent's decent. He tried the arm um, throw. That's why they brought it. You can have three. Stop. It's not they that. All it's not that. Nice. Right, I'm right. trying to talk about. I know the top he won't stop. Team. Stop, Becky. You're ruining the show. They got Mahler. They got JQs. O'Toole, Mako. They can have three All Americans. That's like five All Americans. That's, yeah, that's so a top six, seven finish for sure. Uh, I was gonna say the two 16th ranked teams, UNC and Missouri. I both think have upside, especially. Oh yeah. I mean, Missouri. I mean, listen. He's got good you know, upside for sure. Absolutely, absolutely. So I, I honestly like their upside more than like a Minnesota. I feel like is stuck. Like they're not going to move yes. up. Like Gable's number one. That's where he's going to probably finish, right? And but I don't see, yes. you know, Brayton Lee can maybe climb a couple rungs, but beyond that, so I think you're looking for guys with multiple bullets, right? And Miz, Missouri definitely fits that bill. UNC definitely fits that bill. They they gotta get Keegan in there though, you know. O over the years we had we had uh, pull the bull, free the Lee, enable the Gable. Um, we need something for O'Toole. Huh. Don't be a fool, wrestle O'Toole. You gotta get him in there, Ben. Pull some strings. You launched this program. You and Brian Smith and Max Askren <clears throat> launched it. You gotta you gotta you gotta get influential here. You gotta say, listen, it's, it's my guy's time. You gotta do. You gotta do the exact opposite thing you would ever that. ever do. I don't ever do that. All ever. right. Fine, fine. Uh, but but even regardless of that, um, that's uh, 
Yeah, I mean, who I just laid out, they could they could very easily get five All Americans, and, and honestly, those other guys that I didn't, you know, Connor Brown, Matt Schmidt, and then who's ever forty one Hart or Edmund, they could score some points too. I mean, Mizzou could have a really solid team come NCAAs. Yes, I think I think they're going to be very solid. Not a lot of holes. I'm curious what Why they do. Why do you guys have them ranked so low? Why do you guys have them ranked so low? What's your it's problem? Be- oh my God! Here we go. Here we go again. Okay, Rocky Elam's not ranked. Um, okay. Alan Hart's like 15th or something it's like that. Hart like is 14, no points. Schmidt at 14. Schmidt literally Hunter just Brown. lost this weekend. Hunter Brown um, 24. Yeah, I don't know. What do, you, what do you want? Who do you want higher? Who should be higher and yeah. why? Tell me why. Other than you went to the school there. Yeah. Well, how are they 16th if they got five All-Americans? <laughs> they don't have five All-Americans. They could have five All-Americans. Well, yeah, they don't have five All Americans right now. They How many All Americans they have on their roster? Oh, you got Mako at nineteenth. Jeez Louise. Who's he beat? Everybody. No, he has no. <laughs> oh Ben. Kent twenty three. Okay, twenty three for Kent. Uh, I don't know. I don't know about you guys. You guys need to work on your. All right, let's so. check out Peyton Mako's best wins last year. Yeah, let's go. Give me, give me the greatest hits of Peyton Mako, not Steve. Peyton. That's his so far, Austin Hiles is his best win. Number 87, according to Russell Stout. Austin Yant. Solid. Austin Yant. What else you got? I mean, not much. Ben. Oh, man. Okay, fine. Is that, that, Chase is Straw. It, no, it's a... Zoo is my call. It's, uh, I'm, predi- I, I'm predicting the future. I'm there predicting my future. Mizzou moves up. Deal with it, guys. Okay. Um... I don't know the answer to this question. Maybe maybe Ben will have an idea. What was the scholarship rule in Gable's time? I'm assuming he wasn't limited to the 9.9. I think it was different then. I think it was just a little bit higher. I don't I don't think it was that I don't think it was that much um higher. I want to say 11 or 12, somewhere in there. Okay. Who EJ Newton, who in your opinion is the best American wrestler that never won a medal at Worlds or the Olympics? Uh, those questions are too way too hard. Uh, this is like the one we we need to take questions like this and actually literally like literally dedicate segments to them where we do some research. Because like the one that was last week uh, was it two weeks ago when they said who had the best international career compared to uh, co- college career and we threw some names out there. But I feel like uh, there should be kind of like almost articles based on listener questions because this is one that's like. I could throw out some names, but then I would, you know, I know I'd forget like seven people. Right. Right. Who's your, who's the name that comes to mind with man, as far as no world medals. Um, I don't know. The guy Um, we just did a flow film on Brit Metcalf comes to mind for me. Yeah. He's good. Um, Brent's up there. I mean, who's like a great folk styler that never like offhand. It's offhand. It's really challenging. I mean, you would be up there, uh, young Benjamin. I appreciate that. I don't know. I have to look through the list before I consider myself. Yeah, that's fine. Um, best American. I mean, I Mako, feel, so I, here's what I feel like. Just offhand, I feel like, um, you know, it, maybe we would have to consider someone in the era where there wasn't 61, 70, and 79, someone who's kind of just stuck behind people who was really good, but never, never quite got it done at the world level. And it could be because there was a really good representative, you know, mm-hmm. like, like an Andrew Howe, who, Andrew Howe never even made the team because Jordan Burroughs was there and there was no 79. Yeah. And he, uh, he almost won the Uregan once. I think he, uh, yeah, he got second. He lost on like a toe hold type of penalty. I mean, he yelled out that that wasn't oh. real too. He like did something with the toe and got a p- penalty. This all happened. Everything I say happened. I know. The toe I, thing's oh, real. The toe thing's real. And if that's real, um, it all was. All right. The Clark Griswold of Manitow asks, name one thing better than Mental Monday for parents and coaches. So a Mental Monday plug for, for Ben. Someone's listening to Mental Monday. I appreciate that. I Thank love you. the Mental Mondays. Do, they, do you I, just I like to... do you just basically like coach and then you think of like oh this is a thing I should do a thing or like how does it come to you normally like uh, you kind of like give the in- well, impetus for your inspiration 
Yeah. Well, I have opened it up for questions before, but now I feel like by this point, I've been doing it for like five years. I feel like I've talked about like every topic. Um, so I don't get too many questions anymore. But then I also, because I've been talking about for five years, I generally know where everyone's problems lie or close enough, you know? Mm -hmm. So like I generally, like now I'm on a um, competitive thing where I'm going to do like four weeks in a row where I'm kind of talking about uh, a similar topic. Gotcha. Gotcha. So is there any other good resources for parents and coaches? Uh, I mean, Wrestling Mindset, they do a pretty good job. Um, yeah, I would just say... I would say go to the sports psychology section at Barnes and Noble or something and start buying some books. I mean, that, that's how I got started. Start reading and, and figuring it out. Awesome. Um, yeah. Tony Pickard, this is probably the best question. Brandon Metz or Deuce Rashel? See, we've never seen them both at the same place at the same time. So we don't know. Put him on the mat. Put him on put the him mat. On. Oh, man. It, put him on the mat. That is a guaranteed fall. Someone should be. Dead. Yeah, well, it shouldn't be one match though. It should be the best two out of three. Yeah, um, it should be at the same. It should be at the same event that has uh, Hamida versus Don Bradley. You know, I thought I was like, you know what, this should be a a uh, pin only match. Like they can only be decided for a pin, but we don't have to put in that stipulation. That's going to happen regardless. It's, we don't have to interfere in that way. They're going to try to pin each other, and someone will ultimately get pinned. Um, yes. <laughs> So yes, um, I don't. I can't choose between the two, uh, but right now, but you got to ride the hot hand with Mets. And the real Avery Lynch wants to know top five food trucks in Austin. I don't really know. Um, Ben's probably been to more food trucks in Austin than me. We I'm used to go crush some food trucks. I know you are. Um, that that uh, where did we put that falafel place we went was really good. The the one Ooh, time. That was good. Yeah. Where's the one I went to? I went to one by myself last time. That the the hotel you guys had the last couple of events that was inconvenient because there was this gigantic intersection that only happens in Texas. Do you guys know what I'm saying? Like yeah. other states don't have these type of intersections. There's like 74 highways stacked on top of each other, and you mm -hmm. can't walk across the intersection because um, it's like four miles wide. So I have yeah. to Uber everywhere, and I Ubered to this one just like uh, filthy Mexican uh food truck and it was like the greatest thing ever it was actually really close to where mark bader and joe williamson used to live i do not recall the specific apartment complex name or the street but i know they lived like uh, a block away because i passed their house and, oh that's where mark and joe used to live and oh. then i ate by myself at this delicious food truck nice i uh the place what was it the um barbecue place we used to go those at the old mm. hq papa J I don't even remember the name. Dang it. It's really good. Uh, it's on East Cesar Chavez. Uh, then right across the street there, Taco Guerrero, a.k.a. Taco Lady. Taco Lady. Taco Lady is really, really good. It's just oh, like, at the old HQ? Yes. That, one, that lady was the bomb. She is an absolute legend. Taco Guerrero, if you yes. go to Austin, East Cesar Chavez. It's bright orange. It's uh, right in, right behind a payday loans place that's been graffitied. Yes. Uh, that's how you it's know you're in the, the parking lot. Yeah. It used to be just like a straight up shack. And then the last couple of years she upgraded. She's got like a an actual like um, trailer type of thing. So she's moving nice. on up in the world. Um, yeah, actually my, my buddy who owns Funky Fresh Spring Rolls is coming with me because I want to, He I don't think he's ever seen anything like the Austin food truck scene. So I'm going I'm to take him around, show, show him around, give him a feel for what that looks like. Funky Fresh Spring Rolls would absolutely blow up here. That would do. Probably. That would yeah. be huge that would be huge he should yeah. do it um so we need some capital you want to invest um yeah certainly be a <laughs> love to invest um all right but can i borrow some money for that investment ben <laughs> can i hold 10 okay uh, um, all right well 922 deep in the heart of texas it's a rainy one here in austin we're getting it out of the way before everyone comes and arrives and uh we've got a great week planned here in Austin. It's gonna be a beautiful weekend, Ben. I'm fired up for it. Um Are you guys cutting us off so you can go get tacos? No, Ben. You know we didn't have a ton of topics for today. It just it <laughs> it literally is a mere coincidence but, that on Wednesday. Is it a mere coincidence that you don't have a lot of topics on Wednesday because there's delicious tacos sitting out there that you want to go eat? I don't think that's it. I don't think that's it. Sorry Frank I ruined today's show. Bracky, you didn't ruin today's show. <laughs> Bracky's still trying to find the guilt. Bracky, Bracky, actually, he did what Ben. Ben has the the ADD thing. 
Um, you know, Ben normally has that. Like he'll just take us off on a tangent. I have never been. I've never been that distracted. This is Christian. This has been going on for forty minutes. Yeah, I know. Well, I mean, <laughs> you two lead the show, anyways. I'm just the supporting cast here. Um, <laughs> oh man, I'm gonna. As soon as, I just want to get off the show to find this match now. To be honest with you. Um, okay. All right, we'll go. Well. Thanks so much. Hey, tomorrow we're going to show this Bracky McDonough armbar series. We forgot to show it today. Ooh, Don't yeah. worry. We're going to see Bracky grimace in pain. We're going to watch Matt and Bracky's arms go numb. It's great technique. Thank you guys so much for listening. Tons of Burroughs David Taylor content on the site. I hope you look at it and read it and watch it and ingest it and tell all your friends about it because it's going to be awesome. It's all happening. It's going to be a great weekend. The best weekend in wrestling in a really, really long time. History. Histor historic. Thanks so much, guys. See you tomorrow. Peace.